As always, to my left, way over there, is Jason. Hello, everyone. And we're here to do a short episode about something that, well, I I don't know what to say about it. It's just on the, I guess it's on the zeitgeist of popularity right now, and that would be WandaVision, the Disney Plus streaming show. And if you have not finished it, then turn this off and go away, because we are going to spoil it for you. That makes yes. sense. That seems fair. I think um, so. I don't know about you, Jason, but i got to be honest with you. I had zero interest in this program. None. Um, mm-hmm. I've had a happy divorce from the Marvel movies. I'm yes. very satisfied with the ending of it. I thought, this is fine. This is a good place to jump off now. Yes. And I thought, all Marvel product now will be unnecessary. It was a very kind of like Ron Swanson-y way you? of thinking of it. And Um, the only reason I jumped into WandaVision was boredom and Mm. other people saying it's pretty good. Mm. So I think I jumped in when it had three episodes in the hopper. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that that was a good good way way because, you know, the first episode is a little bit of a high concept Mm -hmm. and then, you know, it starts to build the suspense and, yeah, I I, um, I personally well, <laughs> ended up kind of being hooked to it. Yeah, I'm glad that you um, you started the show that way, actually, because yeah. um, I, you know, we're, we we disagree slightly on the whole MCU thing where I'm sure. like, do it right. Given me the rest of my life, either the TV thing, whatever. What I think is brilliant about what they did <clears throat> now that the dust is kind of settled um, is that very thing where they went. Yeah, we're kind of getting that there's resistance now. We we hit a high mark with the movies or whatever. We're going to kind of calm down. Meanwhile, we're going to do this stuff. And then they end up making something, you know, this this good, something this interesting. Um, but I want to say, at, at the risk of sounding like, you know, disgruntled or whatever, um, this is such a this this when this thing kicked off, it was such a, it's such a great example of. A, a, a facet of fandom or um, geekdom or nerddom, whatever you want to call it, that I just, I just, I, I don't have time for. And it was like this, this instant, you know, I don't, where's it going? And it's constant. And, you know, and it's this like, hey, here's an idea. Here's an idea. Everybody just relax. And if you don't want to watch it every week, you know, make it, stack it up or whatever. But let's, let's see where something's going to go. Like the way I the way I figured, like if if you don't know what this thing was going to be, and I think everybody kind of barely knew what this what this might be when it sort of happened from the the trailer and everything, you know, you're you're two episodes in, you still don't really know what's going on. But there's enough imagination and chutzpah and whatever you want to call it in the thing that you think you just go, okay, this is you know, there are so many shows, there's so much stuff out there and there are so many shows that. I will hear something good about or, you know, I'll read about and think, okay, this, this sounds really interesting. And then I'm in, I'm one episode in and it's just bad or it's just not doing it. And I'll go, you know what? I'm going to give it one more 
you know, see what I might do three and then go, this is, this is going nowhere. Like, like I can no longer say, I, I you know, I want to see what the turn is. I'm going to sit through the next 10 or whatever. Cause there's too much other stuff to, to see. So my thing is like, even if you didn't know where this was going to go, those first few episodes are like, they're doing something in, I don't know what they're doing. Yeah. But isn't it, isn't it wonderful to have something that you don't know where this is going. You don't know what it is. You know it's in good hands because you've gotten, you know, X amount of quality, whatever you want to call it, um, for so many years. But you really don't know where it's going to go. And and I just all the 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 the, the social media stuff about oh it's this and that. I'm, you know I'm going to get I'm in one more and I'm done. It's like how could you not be at least intrigued <laughs> to know where this thing might end up or just what, enjoy what the the performances. Paul Bettany to me is like just you know, on fire, like every, every moment he's on screen, I just think he's, he's, you know, Vision's one of my favorite Marvel characters ever since yeah. I was a kid. I, I, I barely know anything about him. I thought he looked cool as a kid, uh, but I've never really been a, a huge, like I'm not into the lore. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> I had no idea where this was going. I'd heard rumors of people saying stuff like, you know, like the, I knew that she had made reality at some point and, but I didn't like, it really was kind of like, I have no idea what, what's going to happen here or what mm-hmm. the characters backstories really are, but it was not by the numbers, you know, like right. my <clears throat> wife will watch something on TV and I'll sit there and watch it with her and I'll be like, Oh no. You know, and she go, oh, it's totally by the numbers. You know, it's just this is what it is, and I'll, I'll walk away. I'm not a big series television guy. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. quite, um, I like, you know, somebody posted like a hundred on Facebook, a hundred different TV shows, and what did you get out of it? I got like seventeen of you know TV <laughs> shows I'd watch more than five episodes of, and it's like, right. wow, I really don't care much for scripted drama, um, <laughs> but. Um, I just enjoyed the idea that this was um, something very unusual. And as, as it kept progressing, I realized it was going to be kind of a fun payoff. And one of the weirdest complaints I heard from my peers and a couple of them said, this was like, Oh, I just hate that. I have to wait every week. You know, like we always did all our lives. Like that was like, Oh no. Um, Or even like, I liked that. Even the, even the, you know, Again, everybody's mileage might vary with, through the MCU or whatever, but even the waiting between films, like, you know, you know, for me it was, are they going to stick to certain storylines? Will they go whatever? You know what? I'm enjoying the journey, and I don't need to know where this all pays off or how it does because that's part of the, like you say, the zeitgeist thing where everybody's, you know, you know, this was a show, once again, that I sort of had to warn a couple friends, like, just, just don't, just, if you want to text me and ask if I've seen it, that's fine. But don't, just, 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 you know, don't say anything until you know I've seen it. Because there's so little that we get to have that enjoyment out of, I think, these days. Mm-hmm. And they, mm-hmm. they managed to do it with two shows. They managed to do something pretty spectacular. Of course, it's not on the level of what they did at the end of season two for Mandalorian. That was, like, earth-shattering. But they still managed to do something that, first of all, they're, 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 it really is an incredible, um, really is all about, about grief. Yeah. I mean, it, and that's it really the other is. thing. It's kind of got a, a really grown up 
um, it isn't just big superhero duke out battle. Yeah, it is. It is actually a story about loss and yeah. accepting pain and yeah. and um, you know the, there's some folks who hated it that I kind of like think less of now because it's like it can't always be you know two guys punch each other um yeah sometimes the enterprise crew has to go back in time and save whales yeah that's you know like some well, odd just say, example like, but well, yeah I get what there, there you go something you go well how is this whatever and you yeah. go well there's no ships there's no you know there's not a big laser blat battle or you know there's no weird and it works in a different way it's like just they're trying something different each time somebody tries something a little different which this clearly was going to be from from the, from the outset i think each i think each of these shows are going to be very very different from each yeah. other which and it looks which like is, it's going to build towards a film again which is interesting because i wonder like are people that don't watch wandavision going to be lost well that's see the new doctor strange film which i think she's a part of um, yes she is she yeah is. but that that's again that's where i go wow they've really They've they really got a plan here. They did what they did for a decade with the stuff. Now yeah. they go, let's do this. And what what an what a what a amazing achievement to go. Yeah, now this is the next must see thing that everybody can sort of be a part of, and it may build toward cross sections of shows or you know whatever it is. But one of the things I always give them credit for, the MCU credit for, I, I don't think yes, there there are fights and yes there are whatever, but. But there's a lot of the MCU that are are very different movies from each other. You know, mm. Ragnarok is completely different than the first Thor. You know, Winter Soldier is completely different than the original Captain America. The you know Iron Man one, you know two is in it, but three is is bonkers. I mean, three did something that upset millions of of, of you know Marvel fans and stuff. Like they're they're each time they sort of go, let's try something a little bit different here. Or let's do, you know, most of the time they've been able to do that. And I feel like that's what they're gonna do with these shows. They're gonna be three very different yeah different I'm, I'm stories looking forward to seeing what they do next. Um uh I just yeah it did kind of like hey this was not the usual thing. And my wife is like upset like that it's over and I'm like it's okay that it's over. You know, it was it was good. I don't need a second season of this. Um, yeah, it's it's that's because it, it, it is, isn't it? Like they're not going to do it is what it is. Right. I, think, not doing, I think it's over. I, I would which, imagine it is unless, of course, they they did leave some doors open, I guess, in terms yeah. of uh, vision, like having a new life. And, and uh, obviously they didn't uh, kill Agatha. So. You know, again, this is spoiler filled. Well, that's um, that's the other thing I'd say too. And and Marvel, uh, I would say one of the things I don't think it gets enough credit for is the emotional impact in, yeah. in a lot of in a lot in a lot of the films, in the journeys of some of these characters, and the things that can really. There's a way to do it well. There's a way to do it that's totally manipulative that you see coming, but you dig anyway. And there's a way to do it badly. And when they, you know, when they build. X number of movies to finally hear Cap say Avengers assemble. And it, and it is this climax of a, of a, of a movie of a, of a franchise that just, you know, mind yeah, it feels validating, validating. Exactly. Um, there are, there are a couple of moments in this show that I think elevated to, to something else, to something where it's like, 
you know, anybody that goes into it thinking it's going to be, you know, your typical, you know, zapping people and flying around, whatever. Okay, well, now you don't. But there's something more going on here. And one of them is the scene, I think a couple episodes ago when, it's, oh, she has a flashback. Maybe it was the last one. I forget. They're, they're looking at her life and it's and it's her in Avengers, uh, you know, the Avengers compound. And after the brother dies and Vision says something about, you know, what what is what is grief, if not proof of love or something? Yeah. It was just it was so it is excellent, excellently written piece. So yeah, beautifully so. written. And then the scene between the two visions. Yeah. Talking yeah, about yeah. The Theseus and rebuilding the boat is you just watching it going, oh, my God. God, like this is that's one of the best scenes in the entire universe of Marvel so far. Like because it, it was, isn't what it diverted your expectations to a totally, more, totally. And, and a more believable, I guess, conclusion in the fact that yeah, they they might just use logic and reason against each other. Yeah, and, it just was just beautifully written. That whole scene between the two of them was just like, you know, and it's and it's a nod to the character. It's a nod to the the logic uh, th- through you know of him in the comic mm. and it's a nod to the end of um of age of ultron you know when he's still talking you know ultron was a child that morning and then you know becomes this other thing and you know he has this sort of philosophical conversation at the end of age of ultron and it's like just beautiful i just thought that was also, i, I just want to i want to point out that like the entire um fan community uh, was kind of expecting because I think Bettany was kind of being cheeky. Yes, he was, he was he saying, was. I'm working with an actor that I've been so pleased. I thought, <laughs> God, that's funny. Uh, but and they were pissed, they were pissed, they were really pissed they off. They really expected uh, Stephen Strange to come in like a Deus Ex Machina, like Russell T. Davies wrote this, and and save the day. And um, you know, speaking with my wife uh, about it, who she I, she got really turned on to the show. That she she said to me, at, uh, she's like, I'm so glad that didn't happen because that yes. would like ruined it for me. And it's like, yeah, it's it's it, it like for me, it wouldn't have been the same impact as her, but my impact would be this is just sloppy writing. You know, to have a character who hasn't been telegraphed. Um, right. It's manipulated. And then it was one of my way. huge problems with the Captain Marvel movie was that it wasn't, it was like shoehorned in at the very last minute of a franchise as opposed to have been planted like two, three years ago. You know, like I, I had still a real. Haven't figured yeah. that movie out. I yeah, still I still. It, it, it's, it, for me, it's the timing of it. It's just like, yeah. no, this feels wrong. Um, but I do really kind of. Um, I do really kind of uh, uh, appreciate that the ending is basically, you know, Wanda sorting her life at the end. And that that's right. that's fantastic. And, and of course, it does lay some major Easter eggs for future movies. And um, well, one of the one of the other beefs <laughs> that, you know, it's like, again, I just I sound like I think probably a curmudgeon at this point to say, why can't people just enjoy shit? You know, like, like, like one Sorry, minute. I got to button up my cardigan. What? <laughs> get, and by the way, get those kids off my lawn. Yeah. What's going on? Why? why you know, you there. one, one minute, one minute, everybody's, you know, chins are on the floor because the other Pietro shows up, which was 
brilliant, by the yeah, way. Really smooth move. And as much as I have a crush on Kat Dennings, and yet don't like her. Oh, um, I love her. No, but 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 no, I shouldn't say that. If she's listening, Kat, you're my favorite um, actor, person, everything, ever. But um, the, her line was perfect by saying she recast Pietro. Yeah. Like it's such a great little wink and such a meta joke, etc. Now everyone's freaking out, and then all the theories start up, you know, for weeks. Like, oh, it's gonna be this, and is it gonna be this? A little bit way, a little bit whoa. Then you get to the the end, and then everybody's pissed off that it was a tease and there wasn't something. To which I go, okay, a okay, whatever, and b, how do you know? Like they're comic book movies. Like that could still they could still come back to that a year down the road and somehow it can be some weird signal that came through from somewhere that made her put that face on that, whatever. It could still be connected to the X movies, the Fox X movies, but everybody's like miffed that it wasn't what they thought it was going to be or, you know, whatever. Um, I find that kind of, um, yeah, it, 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 there's some great article, and I can't remember where I read it because, you know, the Internet's a blur, that said WandaVision, um, WandaVision didn't deliver on the things it didn't promise me or something like that. Like, it, yes! And it's yes. just like, yeah, no one – like, I wasn't expecting Reed Richards to pop up at the end of this. That would have been amazing, but it just – you know, as it wound along – I didn't think that was going to happen. Well, you know? it, it didn't, you know, like, like it's not, it's not one of those things that you go, you know, do you know what I mean? Like if you go into certain, if you go into Captain America, the winter soldier, mm-hmm. I'm guessing at some point the winter soldier might show up. Yeah. 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 That, that, so if you're going into happen. WandaVision and you have no idea what this thing is, what, what, what expectations, what, what are you, it's a blank slate. I mean, all mm-hmm. you know is the history of the character. You know, but I thought it was really not to sound too hoity-toity, but it really was a great, um, you know, exercise in 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 grief and what people, yeah, how people process stuff, and and made her much more compelling, I think, than she's ever been. And you really get the feel for the life that she's had, but also really, really gave her weight. Like this is a scary, powerful. Uh, yeah, uh, the characters person. definitely kind of become more of a, a heavyweight in the Marvel yeah. universe, which was something that, you know, before I think they had her kind of somewhat limited in her powers. Um, I kind well, of I think, enjoyed wasn't that. The, wasn't the thing that, um, and I could be wrong about this, so get your pens, get your pens ready. Oh, boy, get, yeah. get, your, get your notebooks out. Um, wasn't the thing that Pietro... They could not be called Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch in the MCU because those names belong to Fox, and they also could not use the word mutant. They had they, they were couldn't enhanced. use the word mutant, but from what I understand, uh, and they didn't give them mutant origins. But from what I understand, and this is the magic of comics continuity, there are several. And correct me if I'm wrong, fans of comics, but um, there are several origin stories for those characters. Yes. Where they're yes. the kids of Magneto and then they're not the kids of Magneto. And, and right. so um, right. so I don't think that's really a problem. And again, you get to retell all this stuff. Um, but I think that was an issue when you're making with, the, a film. With, the, with the licensing, I thought. It, 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 it there was, was there was a shared 
uh, because I think that those characters were both in the Avengers and the X-Men, there was sort of this shared continuity. So they were both allowed to use them. But yeah, I think the killing off of Pietro um, was, and I'm not an expert on this. Well, but see, but but, you know, but but, uh, Catherine Hahn, who, by the way, was the star of most of the, or a lot of the Chrysler Pacifica commercials that, I did yes, the voice yeah, that's right. You worked with her. her. Yeah, yeah, in a way. In a way. Um, uh, she says something in kind of a throwaway bit where she's she's saying you're the Scarlet Witch and you did this and that. And somebody else says something about her, them being in, her being enhanced because that's the term they used yeah. for the thing. But now I think what they're trying to say is, yeah, she got enhanced, but she wasn't given these things. Like she she had these powers. Yeah, and I'm not sure where off? that's going or Is that what it was? if they're okay. going to like, I don't know how they're going to integrate um, the X-Men. And, you know, for me, that's another thing, like integrating the Fantastic Four into this universe. It seems a little like, um, I don't know, the Fantastic Four seem like they had they're a foundation, a building block. It's like starting a DCU without a Superman. Um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It can be done, and it could be done well if anyone at Warner's was listening. But um, I just think that um, I don't know how they're going to do that. And I know in the grand scheme of things, an entertaining movie won't will make that all go away well, anyways, you know? There's a there's a moment in um, – I forget which, which, which episode now. But I, oh, it's when um, we first meet uh, Monica Rambo. When she, mm-hmm. you know, when she snaps back into, which, which also, when that happened, it took me a good 15, 20 seconds to know what the hell was going on, you know. Yeah, I can't like, believe oh, I yeah. clued into that so quickly. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was like, whoa, that was I think great. she's but the kid from through, that Captain Marvel movie, which I saw once. Yeah. When, when he walks her through the, um, oh, what's the name of the organization now? It's not, it's not, um, sword, it's not Shield, but it's Sword. Sword. Yeah. When he walks her through that, he says something about space exploration. He says something like, yeah, it was kind of hard to get volunteers for blah, blah, blah. But, yeah, we got some folks out there right now doing some shit or whatever. And the thinking might be that that's that's a reference to, you know, the Fantastic Four characters are already out there. Yeah, I saw, I saw that, too. And I thought that was kind of interesting. And uh, yeah. like I said, uh as long as the story's told well, I'll probably enjoy it. But I. I but I'm just, saying, I think with that, to me, I just go, we don't, we don't, I don't need an origin thing. Just let's let's pick it up, and then we can flash back to when the powers happen. Like I don't need another origin. I thing need of, to see Krypton blow up again. I, <laughs> Uncle I Ben need, die. I need to see the. I need to see Uncle Ben and the Wayne shot together. Because um, oh, I don't I quite say... get it. I'm just not. I'm just not. I'm just not figuring it out. Um, Can we probably agree that the Bruce, that the Wayne's, that the Wayne's death might be the most overplayed origin of a character, like in comics history, between not just the books, but between every animated film. Oh yeah. TV and all the movies. Have we not seen this like? Too well, many I, times. Yeah, like I, the first time I think I saw it was on the Superpowers show, the not the Super Friends, but when they, they oh yeah, the Superpowers. They kind of alluded to it pretty heavily in an episode called Crime Alley, 
And I think that's probably the first, like, uh, depiction of it. And so I was probably, like, 14 when I saw that. And I remember going, like, oh, my God, they're finally showing, you know, Batman's mm. parents. And then, of course, the um, Burton film, the animated series. Um, yeah, I've lost track of how many um, Thomas yeah. and Martha's I've seen die. Um, oh, speaking of which, I wanted to tell you this, that you might really dig this. Um, there is a new you know, direct-to-DVD or streaming Batman animated thing. Uh, not, not the animated series, but a one-off and I'm going to get the name wrong now. It's like something, something of the dragon or something with the golden oh, dragon. Oh, yeah. I want to see that. Um, it's really good. I have it's, no like way of seeing it because I think we don't have streaming. video stores. Um, I think it's streaming. You can rent it? it, I think. Oh, I think so. Oh, let's see. Um, but you would dig it. Like from the from the music and the opening credits and the vibe, yeah. it's, it's definitely trying to do something different with those made-for-DVD type. Well, I don't know if you, and, I don't know if you saw my Facebook post the other day, but um, hmm. I was um, going on Tubi, and it said recommended for you, and it was like I'm not kidding, like 100 kung fu movies. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> they, um, know you, they know you. And so it was well. like, what are you trying to say, Tubi? Like I like other things. Maybe I don't like other things. Um, I, I don't know, but it was just this. Like, I'll just go to it right now because it made me laugh um, <laughs> so much at the time because I just was like, you got to be kidding me. Like, this is all you think of me. Um, I have no idea how to get there now. Um, yeah, it doesn't. But it, it was just all kung fu, like hundreds of kung fu movies. And well, this is this is, um, you know, it's it's a period piece, too. Yeah. So it's like I think it's like mid seventies, kind of late seventies. Yeah. No, I kind of liked that idea. Um, yeah. I liked everything about it, the concept of it, and I thought, yeah, I, well, why wouldn't I watch this? But I don't know how to have an opportunity to do so um, because of yeah. living in Canada and um, right. Believe it or not, I'm kind of a luddite. Um, I don't not really well, you, up you on. Can't, can't be worse than me. There's no. Uh, it's not. I don't know yeah. if it's possible. Well, yeah, I, I don't want to really get into that um, comparison thing either. Like, um, <laughs> but I'm, you know, I'm a typical dad. I don't, you know. Um, the other day we bought a speaker bar for our television, and I was shocked that I set it up without a single swear. Oh. Uh, yeah, I just plugged it in and it worked, and I went great. And make that a national holiday. Immediate, yeah, absolutely. Hot dogs for everyone. Celebrated um, every every year. Yeah, what's the occasion? I set up that without any fight. It still works. Yeah. Oh, shit, and it just broke. Immediately, my daughter took it over with Bluetooth, and I had to listen to um, some pretty heavy metal. Um, it's funny. I thought of your family. I thought of your your, your daughter the other day. I'd go to, I'd go to Netflix, mm-hmm. and I, I don't know how this works, but it's showing me – you know how, like, you it, – it actually annoys me. I will mute the – the TV. promos yeah yes because just i just want to read the description i don't need a trailer or whatever mm-hmm. um first it's showing me trailers for stuff that's in english and the subtitles are on the screen but the subtitles yeah. are in like sanskrit or something mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then and then when it's like a, a a japanese show 
you can't understand what anybody's saying because it's in Japanese. There's no English subtitles. And every time I watch a new show, I have to go in and kill the subtitles. But somehow it's set to like, I don't know, whatever it is. I don't even know what it is, like, you know, Swedish or whatever. But I'm like, yeah. who did? how did this happen? Yeah. Who, who who crawled in through, through my window and messed with my with my Netflix? I would never set that up. Why is it doing this? And I thought of your daughter <laughs> drinking at that time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Making me a child up, under under eight, 13 years old. Yeah. Setting up the subtitles to mess you up. Well, she said the subtitles. She made me a child so that um, <laughs> I couldn't watch anything because I was like, people are like, oh, I really enjoyed the second season of Titans. I'm like, I can't find that on Netflix. <laughs> um she's totally making you insane oh yeah and also she changed my like my name to poop man which was yeah to be fair i mean well yeah no the the shoe fit but that was the that was your original birth name that they put aside yeah yeah yeah. you know that was your that was your go-to that was your your alternate i actually i think i'm named after brian keith no, you're not. I am, yeah. Um, if you're, if you find out that's true, and you're named after Brian Keith, that would explain a lot well, of why could, you ended up be worse the way because you are. I could have been named Mr. French. Um, <laughs> you, that would be, that would be amazing because it would be like, well, it's you know, the guy's named after Brian Keith. Of course, he knows about all this stuff. Yeah. Who was well, who was the little doll in that show? Oh, Mrs. Um, Oh crap! We had one. Um, Beasley was it? Beasley? Mrs. Beasley, yeah. Mrs. Mrs. Beasley. Beasley, yeah. I think we had a Viewmaster where they lost Mrs. Beasley, and I remember as a kid, like I had never seen Family Affair as a kid, so like we had a Viewmaster to a television program I was not into or had seen, and it's weird when you get those like artifacts from older siblings. I'm sure you can relate, where you're like, sure. "What sure. the hell is this?" You know. Um, I remember I was in a cottage with a friend of mine and he similarly not only had a sister five years older than him, but they had the same name as my sister. Mm. So we were instant friends and (laughs) um, he was also my next door neighbor, but um, we were locked in his, he had a cottage and I went up one weekend and um, it was like raining the entire weekend. And, you know, cottages have like board games with stuff missing. Sure. And it, and a TV that gets one channel and and we were sitting there and I found a soupy sales coloring book. Oh my god! And I was like, I don't know what a soupy sales is. Wow! But I think I read every page of that while we listened to like one of those KTEL like goofy greats with you know the streak and um, oh uh, yeah. Yeah, all that stuff, Snoopy versus the Red Baron. So, like, I I can memorize that record and that Snoopy sales coloring book because I was that bored, you know. Can I just Um, say that the fact that that DiCaprio is listening to the the Ballad of the Red Baron or whatever it is when he's in the pool at the end of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, easily one of my favorite moments of the entire movie, that he's sitting there singing that song when all hell breaks (laughs) loose. (laughs) <laughs> breaks loose and she comes through the window you know what i think of you just, you just said that about a cabin it just instantly made me think of my my mom had this friend uh, i think her name was diane maybe um i always growing up you know when i because i have some pictures of me like as a little little kid sitting with her you know it's some thing that you know whatever little get together it was and she had two she has probably 
I mean, still does, has t- two daughters and they were older, you know, like they were probably 12, one of them was probably 13 and one was like 16 or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but she always reminded me of Gloria Steinem. Like she kind of looked like Gloria Steinem. This, this oh, yeah. Guy, you know, friend. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, you know, she was a, she was divorced and she probably was the probably was the, the friend that sort of walked my mom through the process when it was, you know, when she started asking those questions at you know, oh, yeah. seven, or seven or whatever it was. But she had these two daughters and one of them, I was, I kind of remember them. Um, you know, I'm a kid, you know, I got a bit of a crush on them. Well, do you remember like one of the, one of the very seventies thing to me is like denim kits. Like, like there'd be these, you know, you could get them at like a craft store and it was like, make a denim, make a denim bracelet, you know? Oh yeah. And, yeah. And yeah. Put, so things on it. She made me a little denim wallet, which oh, would have boy. been my first wallet as a kid. And I, first off, I thought I was like, you know, Jim Rockford with this thing. Like I got oh, a yeah. wallet, you know. Um, but she, when she gave it to me, it was like, you know, this that butterfly thing as as a kid, where you're just like, I think she's in love with me. This 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 girl is in love with me, and like this is my new. And I was just, I remember just being flustered. But care, and it had a straw, like a little patch, which was a strawberry on the outside of the little of denim wallet. And I carried that thing around till I was in college. No, yeah. I carried that thing around for a long time. To this time. day. To this day. But I was, but it was at some cabin. It was like some cabin up north in Minnesota. And there was fishing involved or whatever. And then she made me this. But I think of those denim kits. Like that was a big, yeah, that was that, a big. That, Crafting and hobby was just so huge back then. And huge. I, huge. I mean, I collect old catalogs and, and toy industry magazines, and they are so um, littered with that stuff. What, what it was, was it? I mean, was it massive industry. What was it, though? Like, what kicked it off? I mean, like, I remember collecting people collected rocks and, like, you know. Oh, rock know, tumblers, yeah. Yeah, but, like, the, the whole the the you know the stained glass thing and the make your own candles and whatever like that was a big remember the little apple faces that would like yeah. dry out those creepy I, I wish witch. I could I wish I could tell you uh, why that all exists um, but yeah it's it's a weird like almost subculture I guess that just that was very popular in the early seventies you know like what yeah. happened to what happened to latch hooking and uh um, latch hooking yeah. yeah like crochet yeah, lat- yeah. is latch hooking the thing the picture exists on the back on the cloth and then you put the things through it to make a yeah like a we call it we call it rug hooking here but i i think it's all the same um but yeah like the, the, those those industries and macrame the macrame, macrame industry has taken a serious plunge since macrame. 1978 well, well, bottles too. Didn't they sell like bottle kits where like you could put yeah, sand yeah, like, in a bottle? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Bottle cutting and all, all that. Bottle yeah. cutting. What? Yeah. Like what? <clears throat> what is going on? Like all of that stuff. But and they just disappeared. It just like went away. Like, like I feel like Shrinky Dinks kind of came out of that. Like it <laughs> seemed like you know like it was kind of crafty and it was different and you could make little necklaces and you could make little bracelets and you could do the thing, you know, like it sort of came out of that, that sort of craft world. Yeah. Um, and it also was a hilarious name. <clears throat> and it was a hilarious name. Also rug hooking doesn't mm. mean today, doesn't mean today what it used to. So be no, careful. No, 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 you don't, you don't, don't want to ask for that. You don't want to ask uh, for rug hooking when you get to the hotel. It's, it's not going to, it's not going to go well. And it's we'll also cost an you, unusual and we'll cost question to ask when you get to the hotel. Um, 
do you have any rug hooking? Excuse me, sir. Yeah. <laughs> no, you know what I'm looking for. I got a fever <laughs> for some rug hooking, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I love all that stuff. And I know you do because because I, I every now and then I see you post something that's like, you know, I'm I'm obviously making this up, but it would be like, you know, you know, Alice got a rug hooking kit or something. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, there was there's weird... a Battlestar Galactica one. Um that's probably the most famous one. And I've actually seen like the finished Cylon um rug hooking kit, which is awesome. Well, you know what? The the I know we're tan going off on one of our famous tangents but but you know the the whole so out of the woods the whole the whole poster the whole poster and marker set which then became you know poster markers with with a 3d aspect that comes out of the poster which then became now there's glitter or whatever like those things just kind of went away too like that was a staple throughout the 70s and early 80s i think right and then just poof but adult coloring came back um, adult coloring came in back a big way at one yeah. point i remember going to a like a party that the wife had set up and and people were adult coloring and it was sort of like uh, like they, these weren't my friends but um thinking this is a, like a fad i guess we're doing this now you know um so, so they those poster sets just they, 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 no i think it was just like um it was a get together and a hang oh. of different mums and stuff. Gotcha. And I went, gotcha. I went to the husband corner, but um, <laughs> you guys, had, you guys had, you guys had light bright. Yeah, <laughs> guys like hockey. No, oh, light um, bright was enough. Light bright is the definition of a toy that you just go, eh, okay, and now what? Like uh, light bright was really cool for me because I would play like Star Trek computer with it because. <laughs> All computers looked like that on That's television. Right. And That's right. So I did have – Lightbright had an extra life after I made Bozo the Clown, who I didn't know who he was. And, um, <laughs> you know, I, but, yeah, Lightbright and, – and I was thinking about Viewmasters a lot today because I've had a big day. That's, like, something that you show your kids and they – like, it, it might as well be a stereopticon. Yeah, you're, you know, you're literally look, children. We watched 3D pictures of our favorite television programs, as opposed to <laughs> watching the show. When the when the when the fireplace wasn't going, this is what we did. Yes, we looked through bottles, different Instead colors of bottles. Instead of putting on a DVD of Kung Fu, I can watch one episode in a very truncated form. But I take my time. <laughs> it's funny. It's funny you t- you said Viewmasters. I did my every now and then search for Kenny Everett on oh, eBay. I'll tell you something about that. There's today. Captain Kremen v, v, uh, Captain Kremen Viewmasters out there somewhere. Oh, I know there were. Then I, uh, I need and they're to get... in those awesome cards like um, Oh, uh, I need to get that. I need to get like that. Just like the Doctor Who. But today I was uh, doing research for Toy Ventures magazine and I my, have... my by the way, my my favorite magazine of twenty twenty. Oh, thank you very much. Mentioned that yeah, enough. We did, we did talk about that. Um and I have a stack of about 100 UK toy publications that are, boy, they're, <gasps> dry, they're dry as toast, my friend. Uh-oh. But falling out of one of those pages was a loose sheet from the Everex Marketing Company. It's a two-page, like it's front and back, and it's basically the merchandising inquiries for Captain Kremen to the toy industry. No way. So it's Captain Kremen, the world's most fabulous man. And then the set, the back page is him 
and Carla and Dr. Heinrich and Carla's nipples are full on here yeah. and the ship and I guess the ship's called the troll one. The troll, the troll one. Yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's, it's just, it's shaped uh, like a, it's shaped like a cassette player. It's a merchandise. And once <gasps> I'm scanned this, I will give it to you because oh, it, my it's God. like, I can't believe I've sat on this for so long. So it's like a Thames television uh, press thing for Kenny Everett. That was inserted into a trade uh, you know the, the uk toy manufacturers association yeah. oh would be given God, this that's... so they can make kenny everett toys that are totally not appropriate for children i mean the, that's a smutty cartoon uh, uh it, it is let's be honest and they did they did okay that's genius i can't wait yeah. to see that number yeah. one i'm so glad you you found it and it's thank so you weird you brought that up because it just fell out of the that box weird and I'm like wow i gotta show jason this that is weird yeah. But I think they did. I've got some pins. They did pins and necklaces. I've got like four or five pins and a necklace. They did Viewmaster reels. They did the bendy, of course, which I'd still like to get mm-hmm. boxed someday. Um, but and in like a comic book and a record, I think a couple of different records. But that was about it. So I don't. So I apparently didn't. The sheet didn't really work. But I love that it was like this is how popular he was, and this show was was a big hit on on Tem, for Thames Television. Um, there's some comics, isn't there too? There was a comic book that came out before the show because it was a character. Oh. It was a little the characters he did on the, on his radio show, mm-hmm. um, and then they they put out a like a comic book, like a almost like what you call it. I suppose a graphic novel is like a one off thing. I think in '77, um, which yeah. is a little. It's, it didn't have the tone that it had once he got to the to the show uh, yeah. with, with the animation. And I think I said this before, I think, but I'm pretty sure this is another thing I'd like to find someday. Cause I've also been, I've been watching Darkwing, Darkwing duck, uh, count Duckula, <laughs> which I, which I freaking love. And, um, and, uh, uh, you know, danger mouse, the original, the original danger mouse, mm. um, all done by Cosgrove hall. And I think Cosgrove hall did the animation for, uh, captain Kremen. So it went from they have a very, to, they have a very, um, yeah, I could see that they have a very similar look. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, that's very exciting. I, I, yeah. I love that. It's such yeah, a no, I just show. thought it was so hilarious that this popped out, and it's like, that's God, funny. I can't believe I've been sitting on this for a decade. Um, there was and a lot I of just neat stuff him out in of those bags, but the, that was the most interesting thing. Yeah, you just mentioned that, and it's just this has been sitting on uh, my side table for you a see? few hours. You yeah. see, for for future historians that want to go Mm. back and analyze this conversation we went from from primitive stuff (laughs) went from a a a coloring book you found in a cabin to my story about a denim wallet and then primitive crafty stuff from whatever which led to viewmaster which led to me mentioning captain kremen viewmasters which all of a sudden ding 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 you remembered you had this thing you needed to show me for captain kremen i think we were talking about the mandalorian originally is that what was this (laughs) That's the beauty of this uh, show. You find yeah. me a podcast that gives you that kind of value for the price, <laughs> and I'll I'll eat my hat. Yeah. So, um, in summation, Wandavision good. Um, yes. <laughs> yes. And Captain Kremen's great. <laughs> I had no idea any like I didn't know about White Vision or any of that stuff beforehand, and I still had fun with it. I don't think you need to be big on the comics lore. And in fact, I think a lot of the, um, I guess a lot of the people who were disappointed in this 
had expectations based on the comics that, you know, the devil would show up or um, the only thing I can say about WandaVision that actually I was excited about is when I was a kid, I had the treasury edition of the Fantastic Four and Agatha Harkness was a character in that one of those. And I think it may have been her first appearance and she takes on a group of villains that beat the Fantastic Four and I remember thinking, like, this character is really cool. I have not read another comic with her in it, but I knew who she was mm-hmm. when it got revealed. I was like, ah, I get the Harkness. I know who that is. And, and well, that was it. I didn't have much backstory to it. But it was kind of cool that they they referenced a character I actually. Right. It's just like a personal thing. I'm not well, that's big the, but, on comics. So, but but that's know. a great that's a great observation in which I to which I would say, um. And I know I've, I, I'm sure I've said this a bunch of times on different things about different things we've we've discussed when it comes to genre stuff, when it comes to, you know, comic books or the, the history of a certain property or whatever. You know, I feel like if it's if it's done right, it has to tick a bunch of boxes. Mm. It has to it has to be true to what it is, but, you know, but but pliable, but sort of bendable or whatever. Um, it has to please the people that know it and not do anything too insanely drastic. It can't be too inside baseball. Um, yeah. you know, and then, and then it also has to bring in the people that don't really know this stuff. And exactly. I think across the board, Marvel has done a great job with, uh, with walking that line with, with winking a bit and saying to the audience, Oh, you're going to like this little, little cameo or this, whatever. But also assuming that there's a lot of people that don't, don't know a lot of this stuff and they're they're novices and they're going to bring you along and that's that's to me is the 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 brilliance it's like you've got a, a you know generations of kids now that this is sort of their their star wars i mean that you know for it was for yeah. most of us you and, know. and hopefully they seek out the original works and enjoy those as well um you know like i, I think there, there's a, a beautiful tribute going on here and i think they're doing they're doing some nice work you know, yeah. let me ask you, you just said that that you think that thing you had was the first appearance of Agatha. Yeah. Yeah. Do you yeah. know what do you know what year that that book was from or that well, story? It's, it's a it's a it's a well, I, I don't know the like it would have it was Kirby artwork. And it I, was always, definitely, I, always, I wondered about like, do you remember the do you remember the witch on um, Agnes Moorhead that played the witch on Bewitched? Oh, yeah. Was she Agatha? Was she on Agatha? Uh, and Dora. And Dora. Okay, yeah, never mind. Yeah. Okay, because I was thinking maybe maybe Bewitched came first, and then the well, Wizard, um, Agatha came out in uh, no, yeah, Fantastic Four ninety four, <clears throat> which was January nineteen seventy, uh, a few, almost a year before I was born. Um, so that would have been you know definitely post Bewitched. Um, okay, but I don't know the character herself really looked well yeah her name wasn't uh see i kept thinking her name was agatha i could have just looked at dora yeah and dora okay that was Andorra. yeah yeah and um i just remember that that issue had a huge impact on me uh one that um it had medusa in in that issue and i i remember um Oh, Medusa from the um, the fantastic. Well, from yeah, the, Marvel comics. The, what is it? The Inhu- Inhumans. The Inhumans. Yeah, she was a bad guy in this for some. Yeah, time. hubba, and, hubba, hubba. Yeah, yeah. I always liked the way Kirby drew women, and I have oh. a thing for redheads to this day. Yeah. And, uh, and hair just, that attacks you. 
hair that attacks you. God, it's so hard to meet someone like that. Such a weird um, fetish you have, and it's hard. Like, yeah, it's hard to meet people. I'll find her. She exists. <laughs> um, but uh, I just remember that that issue had some some amazing graphics in it. Like, it, mm-hmm. it sounds like a boring issue, you know, but it's actually I just. You know, you're five and you're reading this huge Kirby comic as a kid. And it, how can it not imprint on you? Sure. You know, and I know people that look like I can't stand looking at Kirby's art and I don't understand them um, because, yeah, it 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 isn't anatomically correct always. But it's it's the energy that dude could put into that stuff. I think we had a Kirby episode, so I don't need to go on. here. We did. And one of the yeah. things I think we, we talked about was that, like, you're not looking for, you know, straight on portraits here they don't what i always say is i I look at michael shannon and i go that guy could have been drawn by kirby yeah yeah why michael shannon should be a kirby character a specific kind of yeah you know like what's his name his 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 work actually has kinetic force to it yes and that that's that's like hard to do um but yeah like it's 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 one of those things that he could really convey action. He could really tell stories and, and um, there was a world to it, but I think, I think Jack Kirby actually created Wanda and, and, and vision. So that, that might work as a wrap I always, up. Yeah. Vision was always, I think, and I think when I think about being a kid, what must've appealed, I think when he spoke the, the, maybe I'm thinking of C3PO, but I thought he had like yellow, yellow background to his bubbles. Like when he when he oh said yeah they something. did something kind of I always expected him it was actually Vision was created by Stanley and 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 uh, Roy Thomas um, okay Scarlet Witch though probably created by Jack Kirby I just have to know it was that um, color I think it was that color scheme it was that like I always thought he looked like an yeah Stanley and Jack Kirby created Scarlet Witch okay um I always thought it like he is the most Migo-y looking superhero that never got a Migo. He, he totally is. He totally is. In One fact, of my, my favorite brain, things I my own. My brain still thinks that he did. Like, yeah, I, I know. I sometimes think that he, oh, yeah, he got Amigo, didn't he? Like, One of my favorite things I own is I saw it at the Motor City Comic Con about 10 years ago, and I was like, damn, I should buy this. Some guy's mom did homemade Migos for him. Oh, wow. And she did Giant Man, and she like I think she like used you know like wow. the best fabric. You could tell it's like it was a real labor of love. And there was a vision and a giant man at this oh, wow. show. And then the giant, the vision, I think, I can't, the, the giant man was like a 12 inch Spider Man. And the vision, I don't know. Anyway, I, I regretted not buying it. And it came up on eBay about um, <gasps> four or five years ago. And I, I nabbed it. I bought the, I bought the vision. I was like, we're, and you know, I was like typing, typing the guy, were you at Motor City Comic Con? Yeah, that's me, you know. Um, Wow, and it's the what it's what his mom made for him. It's as a, a kid. homemade vision action figure uh, made by a mom from the seventies. And holy like, shit, it's like a love totem. Like you can just you just sit there and go like, this was the coolest mom ever. Oh my god! <laughs> and um, she probably I'm so made glad like I own denim it. denim wallets for kids. And, yeah, denim wallets for kids. you know. She probably was like super cool. Like, also, some guy's mom is a great name for a band, like a punk some band. I, think. <laughs> I come up with about six different great punk band names. Um, yeah, I think day. some guys, some guy's mom is like some guy's mom. very good. 
I, I can see them topping the bill. Speaking of which, did you notice? I know you're not a big Blade Runner guy. I'm not. But did you happen to notice yes. that you did? Well, that's because my wife and I watch um, every Easter egg explained after WandaVision. Oh, okay. Because okay. We're, we, we we're in a pandemic and we can't go anywhere. I've seen some some of those. There's one guy. I didn't watch this one, but I but I will now that you say it. But it hit the thing, and I went, okay, this is. And I'm guessing it's just kind of hinting that we're gonna be in out in space soon, or some shit's gonna happen yeah, in yeah, space, yeah, or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. But there's a guy that does it that I really like, and he's like, I, I think his name is like Charlie. Maybe he's like, hey everyone, it's Charlie. This is gonna be my uh, 25 Easter eggs under the day. And if you don't like it, before we even do this, make sure you see the episode because of the spoilers, or whatever. And then make sure you hit like at the end. So what happened was. And he's got this this tone throughout the mm. whole thing that is so like welcoming, and yeah. he's just like he's not rushing too fast. He's not he's not picking things apart. He's just going. So I think that that's what that means. I think when she says that, what it means is, and the way he edits it, like just you know how the time he must take with these things to everything he references, he'll get a shot of, you know, from a previous movie or whatever, like. Anyway, yeah, I think his name's Charlie. I don't know who he is, but he always says, "Hey, everybody, this is Charlie, and this is my recap yeah. of, you know." The guy, the guy I watch, I think is called Screen Crush, and um, is I don't. Is he the guy that's on camera? Is he he's on, on camera? camera? And I'm I'm fine with him, but like my son was here once, and I was watching. He's like, "Oh, I want to punch that dude in the face," <laughs> and it's like, over what? <laughs> I think I know the guy. Is the guy he's talking about sort of like? He looks like a little kid almost. Yeah, he's got he's, kind of he's, face yeah, he's, fuzz. He's little, yeah, he, he looks like a kid who's trying to grow a beard, or you know, like yes. a kid, a kid who. That's. He looks. He's yeah. His youthful face. The beard doesn't. <laughs> yes. Appear. It, it almost looks like a kid doing a hobo. I think you know, I know costume, what you're. But, I think yeah. I know what your son is saying. I don't mind. Yeah. I don't mind the guy. I mind that. There's no breath. There's it's just like and then like the camera pushes yeah. in and he makes a funny face and then we're back to this. It's like okay, just stop. Everybody just calm down. Let me just hear the thing. Yeah. Like, it's the speed yeah. of it. That's that kind of funny. He, 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 that isn't that, a, that isn't a regular kind of thing with him. And it, it was you know I was like why and he said something. Ah, oh, he's always wrong. And it's like oh, <laughs> uh, you know it's it is theories. And who gives a shit about any of this? But you know. <laughs> <laughs> pop culture make me angry you know um it's like i just watch it because like i'm i still want to do more wandavision talk you know like and yeah. that's a sign of a good show because you know i don't do that after anything else there's so. there's one guy i'm just gonna say that i don't want to say i can't even say i can't even think of his name but there's a guy that is so and i look at the, like there's an image of him with a little tiny image of the thing he's about to talk about and he used to have shorter hair now he's got like shoulder length hair he's always wearing a leather jacket really skinny and now he's got a full beard and he just uses his hands you know just flapping them around well he just i mean it is literally like everything that's wrong with everything like every other <laughs> statement uh, and then it's like, I guess maybe what they could do if they if they took my idea, what it yeah. should be is me. But then the rest the rest of it is just like you know. I just want to point out the old man anachronism that we're both just describing shows we don't know the name to. But like, isn't that okay though? Because because well, this is like when my grandmother used to call me in college and say, "Are you watching Kramer?" And I go, "Yeah, I'm watching Kramer." <laughs> 
Because that was after well, Alex and Pat, which listen, means Jeopardy a, and Wheel of Fortune. To there's a lot of YouTube Grandma videos, talk. a lot of YouTube videos out there. But I'm saying uh, the couple times I've watched the guy, not only is it just, you know, I guess they can do that. It's because I guess it's suppose it means that she can fly now. I guess. Oh like, is that yeah. But I'm watching, but I, I go, oh, God, these people can't be enjoying this. And then I look at the bottom of the thing, and it's been up for like a day. And he's One got million, like 300, yeah. <laughs> One million people have watched this, yeah. 378,000 views. I'm like, fucking hell. Yeah, like, you how watched, can you go through 20 minutes, everybody? I, I, just, I, won't, I don't want to name anybody because that's just mean, but and they're clearly successful. But sometimes, you know, something will come on and you'll go, Oh, a, a video on Logan's Run, and it's some guy doing a slideshow going Logan's Run, Wise Produced, and I t- and you're like, who can <laughs> I know that sit guy. through this? And and you're like, oh, a million people can sit through this. There was one I saw a little while ago that was it just it made me laugh. Inter- I'm not making fun of the guy, it just made me laugh internally, and it was basically. This video is going to be about how the how classic the original Korean film Old Boy is and how the Spike Lee version of Old Boy is one of the worst remakes ever made. And you're just going, is this is this like up for debate? Is this <laughs> who's in the, there, I'd rather watch the guy in the pro camp. Are there like ton, I would rather are a shit are there a shit ton of Brolin Old Boy fans versus the original? <laughs> Is this really need to be documented in a 30-minute video? Why it's, the it's, other one's better? I remember uh, a friend of mine was getting really into slacktivism, like when Facebook was new. Mm-hmm. And it was like, I'm against baby abuse was one of the groups he joined. And I was like, well, where is the pro-baby abuse yeah. lobby? Like, who's on board? And, yeah, and who are you like, fighting against? You what, know, what's like, your, What's your platform? I yeah. mean, I'll tell me more about the. I'm not sure I'm ready to join. Yeah. Like, what what is your platform yeah. as opposed you know, to? It seems a bit niche, you know. <laughs> <laughs> like somebody's been put up a thirty minute video of all the ways shot by shot, the original old boy is better than the remake. It's like, <laughs> uh, okay, that's. I've never seen the remake, but I agree. Yes, exactly. You don't need to. <laughs> like exactly. It just comes up like the worst movie ever made. And then okay. he does this thing. You're like, okay, all right. You convinced yeah. me. You convinced me. You know what's really nice, though, is or what's really bad is that when Spike Lee remade Old Boy, all the copies of the original Korean one were taken away. That's right. Us. That's right. Little, <laughs> little known fact. It happened. You know, that's a movie. It's weird you bring that up. That's a movie I'm like enamored with, but don't need to rewatch anytime oh, soon that is the that is the perfect definition of a film that i i could talk about and i can happily say i think everyone should see it and yeah. it's brilliantly done but i never ever want to sit through it again. i don't know if i've ever made this joke but um i live for the day and i've, I've had this experience once where you go to someone's house and they have like the blu-ray of requiem for a dream Yes. And you're like, why? Yeah. <laughs> like, is that is that your Saturday night go to? Uh, like, why pop- would you want to watch that twice? It's great. I get it. But is it what? Is that your pop- is that your popcorn movie? Yeah. For Saturday night. Yeah. You know, honey, oh, yeah. I feel there's- pretty good. Let's bring this down. <laughs> yeah. There's there are people like that out there. You go, what? Why? Why that? Like, yeah. You really, you know, and old boys like I 
I can appreciate it, and and I, I understand why it has the status it does. If you've seen it, it's like it's it's a it's an experience. It's a punch in the face. Like you really don't want to, don't need to see that again. Frankly, you know, tough. it's a real yeah. tough one to watch. Yeah, that's a that's a fun video. <laughs> the, the ways that's better than the Josh Brolin one. Oh, very funny. That just kills me. It just kills me. That just killed me. Like, it's almost like he's sitting at home going, why do people like this new old boy? Yeah, I don't did, get did it. He, did he like he must have there must have been a voice in his head or oh. a, a voice close to him. And it may be somebody who who's just, you know, the, the vinyl guy who's like, actually, I find the Brolin superior, you know, um, that that's the only thing I can think of is that. You I think know, it's that, much more economic in storytelling. All yes, right. That's it. I'm yes. making a video. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Damn you! And three hundred fifty thousand people saw it. Exactly. And, and you know, know, if you if you says. watch it though, it, I'd like it now. I got to find that video and see how many downvotes there are. Because that I think there's one. There's two. One from Spike Lee. Yeah, one from and Spike one from Lee. Josh Brolin. <laughs> no, but there's also one from that vinyl guy. You know. That... Yes. Yes. <laughs> and this was my idea. Yeah. I, I influenced this. Yeah. You know what's funny about Old Boy? Here's bringing it back around to WandaVision. Guess who else is in Old Boy, the remake? I don't know because I'm never going to see it. Uh, Elizabeth Olsen. Oh, Elizabeth Olsen. So there um, you go. I've so always. There you go. And, and which means several years later, uh, they were um, in, you know, the Avengers together. He was Thanos and she was. Uh, Wanda in uh, Infinity War. Did you ever find it weird uh, in the Godzilla movie and I think Age of Ultron came out the same summer and Elizabeth Olsen and uh, I can't remember the actor. I think he's the guy from Kick-Ass. Oh, yeah, that's right. He was Quicksilver and her husband in that. I always thought that was weird. Yeah. Uh, um, He's I like that. Aaron. Aaron. Aaron Taylor Johnson. That's it. Yeah. I like uh, that dude, man. Some of the choices he's he's made, and he played John Lennon um, in uh, Lennon. What was it called? Oh, it's called uh, it's, uh, not about a boy, but something nowhere boy. Um, not a bad, not a bad as Beatle thing. Such Beatle things go. You're never going to get the story right, you know, scripted, of course, whatever. No. But um, but it's it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Uh, the relationship between John and his mother. You know that that he didn't really have, and then you know something tragic happened. But but he's terrific in it. The Aaron Taylor uh, Johnson. And you're like, oh, he's kick ass, and he's this thing, and he's this, and he's um, I like that dude. He's, and he's the, there was a pretty meta moment and in, in Wandavision where she says kick ass, and of course both the guys who played um, Quicksilver, yes, have been kick ass or yes. were in kick ass. So I thought that was kind of cool. Yes. See, I love that stuff. Yeah. You know, fan service. Oh, fucking hell. Shut up. It's fun. It was just a little nod, a little, a little, yeah, we're, I don't know. Yes. No, this is, see, and again, this was going to be a half hour talking about WandaVision. We covered a lot of ground. Again. <laughs> 20 minutes again, of it at least is WandaVision. Can't, um, can't buy this kind of entertainment. We can't be reined in. Can we just say, am I allowed to say Brian and I are having discussions right now? Um, we're going to adopt uh, a baby polar bear through the World Wildlife. No, we're we're uh, just keep your ears peeled for some pretty cool news soon about things we're doing. We're just going to keep doing more stuff, doing and neat things in the future and more consistent neat things. 
Yes. And speaking of, would you like to say a little thing, uh, a little bit about your issue number three, which I think you just put to bed, right? Yeah, this is one of the reasons I really haven't been online. It's not put to bed yet because um, uh, my partner in all of this. You just gave it some warm milk. Give it some more milk. I, I, we tend to have this kind of like back and forth creative process, and and he's got some input, and um, I have editors, of course, looking at this. But I think this may be the most uh, packed issue we've ever done. I've mm. really, I've put too much in it, in my opinion. Okay. And um, one of the recommendations I got, which I agree with, is we're going to let the next issue kind of breathe. Um, the the thing that's exciting to us is issue four will actually have distribution to comic stores through Diamond. We'll be in the Diamond catalog uh, very shortly, actually, which is nice. But you know, issue three is only available through me right now, and you know anybody who does wholesale with me. But I did something really scary and risky, and I I uh, well, we had this wonderful uh, cover artist Tim Barron. You know Tim. Yeah. And Tim 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 wanted to. He wanted to be involved and I was excited because he's amazing and I let him, you know, pick the topics. Like here are all the topics in the magazine and he chose the action man figure Captain Zargon, which is um, written by the wonderful uh, Tony Roberts, YouTube personality from Analog Toys. Uh, wrote a great article about the history and the development of this character showing prototypes and that sort of thing. And, and Tim latched onto that and drew a, a cover that I can't stop staring at. And then I got the weird idea, like, I want to do an iron-on transfer. But they don't really make iron-on transfers anymore. Like, that kind of thing is over. And I went to China, and I found a factory that would do it. And um, I threw a whole bunch of money at it, and, you know, fingers crossed it would work. And they arrived last week, and, man, did it work. Oh, Uh, man. First try. It just peeled off like butter, and it was like, and it's gorgeous. It's just like, oh, it's perfect. Did it have it, that old school iron-on smell? Like, remember when you go into the shops? Yeah. And you got yeah, that, but, oh. but it, you know what? It's it's one of those things that I don't think is going to just fade away after six washes. It might last a long time. It's The technology is so good now Yeah. Um, that it just, it's it's amazing. And, oh, um, that's awesome. That's exciting. It just pops, and... Um, you know, cause my, like I, I did too. I found like an old t-shirt, like an undershirt. And my wife said, just test it on that. And that one would like went amazing. So we're giving away that with, uh, well, as well supplies last, I don't, I'll have more magazines than I will those iron ons, but I figure we, you know, anybody who orders within the next 30 days will get one. And it's just kind of an exciting creative energy. Um no, I love it. It reminds me of all the UK mags. Yes. You know, yeah. in the late 70s. And like I'm from, still trying you know, to figure out how to do rub down transfers. Rub down transfers, I, I would, a, a badge. You should, yeah. You should I, do I, a little badge like taped to the or on, you know the because the stuff was always like on the cover, right? Wasn't it like yeah. kind of connected to the cover and stuff? Yeah, it was it was always kind of taped there, and but we don't want to do that because of collectors. But I would love to do rub down transfers or or just something really serial. Like it's always like a serial prize to me. Yes, totally. And we totally. did buttons in the first issue. The second issue we did trading cards because those are always fun. Um, I I think we'll won't go for the boring board game, but uh, you know. <laughs> 
that was always my least favorite. But I'm trying to figure out oh, what I've issue. I've got so many favorite. ideas right now. I got so many ideas for yeah. what you could. What Send you them my way because uh, yeah. Um, Start, starting with starting with a denim wallet. I think denim, the denim wallet, wallet with a little little strawberry. The little Toy Ventures logo above a strawberry. Yeah, above a strawberry. <laughs> and then <laughs> might then be big. Everyone will get a crush on Toy Ventures that will haunt them. <laughs> so when can when can we expect this to hit the hit the uh, the outside world? The end of Roughly? March. Yeah. End of March. Um, yeah. Excellent. Yeah, yeah, we're we're. I'm Very exciting. I, I, I'm. I think the, the, what I'm really looking forward to in issue four is that issue three. I spent a very long time trying to research um, this company called Lincoln International, um, which made these monster toys that have haunted me all my life, pun intended. And um, I had some very good help from some collectors, and then I also managed to find. Um, the company's based in New Zealand, and I managed to find New Zealand's one toy historian who's oh, written wow. a book on the industry and he was just a joy to talk to collector himself. And oh, fun. Uh, uh, he gave me a lot of insight. So like it isn't, it still isn't like I spent the entire day that looking through those UK magazines, just looking for like one little nugget, you know? Yeah. Um, and what I'm really excited about is for issue four, I'm my big feature will be a toy line that I can phone the creator. And wow. just go, what's this? What's that? What's this? And he'll, you know, like I've already interviewed other people who worked on it. So I won't have this incredible mystery that I'm trying to solve. I'm just going to be able to like, it's not take a break because it's still work, but it's just not like, I'm not going to rip my hair out. Right. Doing it. Right. And yeah. um, That's a I'm kind of looking forward to that. Um, just being able to like. Um, do a good job and, and, and work hard and get some really cool information, but not be like contacting libraries right? You know? right. right. <laughs> and, and, and joining groups that I have no business being in and asking if, you know, did your parents work for this company? You know, I, I'm, I'm just happy to be kind of going back and forth with these, you know, um, like like it's it's, it's like an underhanded throw or an overhanded throw, you know. And sometimes yeah. you just want to throw it underhand and or kick the ball, and um, that's it's kind like of, life. Yeah, it's kind of like life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But Perfect it's metaphor. it's a knockout. It's it's uh, a gorgeous issue. And I got to be honest with you, um, sales have been fantastic. This is growing, and I'm very uh, grateful to everyone who's been sticking around with the Toy Ventures thing. I um, you know, I'd love this to be my full-time gig and I'm nowhere near close to that, but it is still kind of fun to do that, you know, well, to, to dream smell, about that. So. I smell some good things on the horizon in many, in many ways. That was me. Sorry. <laughs> still, still smelling, but yeah, <laughs> good stuff. Good stuff coming. This is great. Very exciting. Uh, and this was fun. We'll do, yeah. you know, next time we'll do a small one, a little one. Yeah. <laughs> next time we'll do a 10 minute one and it'll just be <laughs> 50 minutes of silence. <laughs> well, keep your right. ears, eyes and ears peeled, uh, listeners, true believers. Mostly you got more stuff coming. Yeah. 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 Most of yours. Yeah. Sounds good. Well, thanks everyone. Uh, thanks, thanks everyone. Listening to our mini episode. That's an hour and 10 minutes long. Not my fault. Yeah, we could almost, if we just go another 20 minutes, Cannon will release this as a film. <laughs> Frank Cannon? Uh, Frank Cannon.
I don't know who that is. Oh, right. <sighs> it's it's late. I didn't catch the canon. It's reference. late. That's yeah. okay. All right. Goodbye, everybody. Bye, everybody. <laughs>